Good morning. Once again, my name is Natalie Cole from Dickerson Insurance Services. We're very happy you could join us for today's webinar, To Group or Not to Group Selling Employer-Based Insurance. The only instruction I have for you today is that if you have any questions, please enter them in the lower right-hand corner of your screen, and we will answer them at the conclusion of this presentation. Today's presenter is Mr. Colton Stinky. Colton, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know if I pronounced that right. But Colton has been in the insurance profession for 15 years, and it's based in the Los Angeles area. He has worked in both the broker and GA spaces, and has a passion for sharing this extensive knowledge of the industry with others. Colton, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Natalie, thank you very much. No problem. So uh, as Natalie said, I uh, have had experience in this industry, it's actually over 15 years. I come from both the broker side and the GA side. I'm really excited to share with you guys uh, in a series called Brokers Bootcamp, we're going to really take deep dives on different aspects of what it means to be a health insurance broker and help get you up to speed so that you know that you can do it when you come across a prospect. And our goal is to help you feel comfortable to sell group and to never leave anything on the table. That means that whenever somebody comes up to you and says, I am a business owner, X, Y, and Z you know that you can say, yep, I got that. And I want you to have confidence in that. So today we're gonna to do a deep dive on to group or not to group, selling employer-based insurance. And it's basically an overview of what's the process gonna be for me as I come across a prospect, how do I get that across the finish line, and what does the inside of that look like? So again, I feel more comfortable in selling insurance. So yeah, I want to sell health insurance. Oh, hold on, there we go. And the question is, I want to, but I may, may be too familiar with it. But really for me, this is more of a question of, I'm afraid. Some brokers just get afraid of group health because they don't know what the insides look like and it feels a little bit complicated. But we are here to help you. So you don't have to say, hey, I don't want to take that case. What if I mess it up? You go, hey, I want to take that case because I know I can close it and I have the tools and resources I need to handle it. Because the answer is, we're here for you. We give the tools to get you started. Dickerson has a wealth of knowledge at our fingertips to provide for you. And you're going to see today how we become your team, your entire back-end office for group health. And it kind of looks a lot like this, right? Like, I'm the guy on the left at the top. I'm out there prospecting and talking to people. I meet a business owner. I find out the needs of the client. But what do I do now? You make a phone call to Dickerson. We help you close the case. What you see is us and Dickerson working together as a team. What your client sees is you with a well-oiled machine behind you help you satisfy what they need for the benefits. Let's start with the why. Why would a small employer even want to offer benefits anyways? Well, for one, they're going to attract and retain employees. 
Look, in today's economy, it is becoming much more important to offer quality benefits for employees. Especially after the pandemic, employees are moving from job to job just based on benefits. You have less absenteeism. So it goes like this. I have good health insurance. I hurt my back on Saturday because I'm up on the roof and I fall off the ladder or something. I can either go to the doctor and get that taken care of, or I can go and try to put in a false workers' comp claim. That's where we talk about less workers' comp exposure claims. If I have insurance, good quality insurance, I'm gonna get that taken care of right away. I'm not gonna be the guy who goes to the office the next day and fakes an injury. This is super important. Health insurance, having health insurance is one of the biggest things an employer can do to keep their workers' comp claims down to a minimum. It also breeds higher morale. Let's face it, I've got health insurance, I'm happy. My employer is showing me that they care, that they care about me. But maybe not just health insurance. Like I gotta tell you, there hasn't been an open enrollment meeting I have ever been in, not even one, where an employee did not raise their hand and ask about dental. Dental is one of those small things, doesn't cost a lot, but it makes a big impact on an employee. Like when you got your first job, and I'm old, so I went to a payphone. And I called my mom and I said, hey mom, I just got hired and they have a parking lot I can park my car in. No, I go, hey mom, I just got a job and it comes with dental. It's something psychological that makes employees happy. And you gotta be part of that process. <clears throat> there are also tax advantages for offering benefits to employees. So as you talk to employers and they say, why would I want to do this? Well, you can remind them that the employee's contributions are going to be taken out of their paychecks on pre-tax basis. We do that under something called a section 125. You might also know it as POP or cafeteria plan. And all that means if that employee has to pay $100 per paycheck, that comes out first, that's pulled out. Then that employee's taxes are calculated. So it's better for the employee. But here's the best part. All that stuff that comes out is pre-tax for that employee. That's also when the employer calculates his taxes that he pays to the government. So now he's lowering his payroll and his taxes are less. And he's doing it by offering a product or service to his employees that they really need because he's also attracting employees and keeping them there. He's keeping them healthy, he's keeping them happy. All of these things right here are things that you can use when you're talking to a prospect to inspire them to work for you. Because remember, our goal is that you never leave anything on the table. Like I know, we have different types of uh, insurance salesmen out there, right? I've got my Medicare guys, I've got people who work just only on group. I have agents who work just on small individual. Or I have my PNC guys or life insurance, financial advisors. All of you will, at some point, come across a prospect, big or small. And now you know how to start the conversation. But let's say you actually want to go out there and start getting group business, right? You're going to make that your thing for this next year. I suggest 
tried and true, start using a script. Scripts may feel a little bit corny, maybe you feel like you're doing something old fashioned, but the truth is they help you stay focused and they help you stay on top of it. They're gonna keep you heading towards that close and you are going to build and maintain confidence throughout the entire sale. If you can use proven and tested answers to objections, you know exactly know what to say and when, and your clients are gonna view you as their trusted expert, because you're gonna feel like it. The more you use that script, not just when you're phone calling, but when you're speaking with people throughout your entire sales process, you will feel so comfortable that you know that every time you see a prospect, you look at them and say, I can do that. What about objections? You know, how do you overcome common brush off? You know, this is something we always do in sales. You're going to do this in every type of sales and insurance, whether it's in property and casualty or you're selling Medicare, you're going to get things like, hey, I'm just not interested or I'm way too busy or I already have a broker or it's too expensive. And scripts and objections, these are going to be things I'm going to be doing a deeper dive and another boot camp in 2023. We're going to be doing a whole series of these, so we're going to have a chance to dive in this deeper. But when somebody says, I already have a broker, I got to tell you, I love that answer. Oh, great. Yeah, I'm glad you see the value of using a broker. Hey, when's the last time you talked to him or her? And uh, when you did the renewal, did they actually give you options or did you just go ahead and have your renew as is? Uh, I never spoke to my broker. They just, they just had us renew. Well, did you have an increase? Yeah, we had a little bit of an increase. You know, how about I take a look at that, look at that for you in a post review? I can't change what you already did, but maybe I can take a look and told you, show you what I might've been able to do. You get that information. You send that to your sales executive. We can do a market review. You can go back in and possibly get something called a broker of record. Then you win that business. You say, hey, I'm way too busy. You know what? I get it. I'm busy too. But that's what I'm here for. Because you're busy, I'm here to show you how I can streamline your administration on benefits and take things off of your plate. I'm here to be your office for health and benefits. So, yeah, you're busy, but let me help you make you less busy. Or they say, hey, I'm just not interested. You go, you know what, I get it. Insurance sounds complicated and it's not always the most fun thing to talk about. But you know who's interested in it? Candidates for employment. People in your industry are looking for benefits as an example of who they're gonna be working for. So you may not be fully interested and I get it, but I am. I'm interested in helping you keep quality talent. So let me take a look at your benefits and see how I can help you with that. And if they say it's too expensive, we tried it before, you can say, hey, I get it. You know, health insurance is at a premium. But we have ways to help you lower those costs or contain them. Let me show you what I can do. Do you mind if I have you sit down with one of my experts? I mean, the list goes on. But know that even if you get one of those, you have answers. So start thinking about those now. And here's the best part. You have a dedicated sales executive at Dickerson who already is ready to work for you. Let them know that you want to work with them. They'll help you come across some ideas for prospecting. They'll give you some great objections. They'll help you with a little bit of a script because they want you to succeed. When you grow your business, we succeed.
So you need to do a needs analysis, right? You've identified a prospect. You think they're going to be good, but you don't really don't know. And I need you to give me information so we can do our job. So you're going to qualify the group. What's that mean? What's everything about them? Are they actually really a company? We're going to find out what their needs are. Hey, what makes them tick? Find out what their ethics are. What's their ethos? Anybody who sends me a census, I ask those questions right away. Tell me about the group. I don't want to just know the numbers. I want to know what their goals are. What do they look like in one or two or three or five years? Are they planning to expand? Do they plan to shrink? Why are they asking to have benefits? You know, you're going to have a couple of different answers on that. One is because they care about their employees. The other is because the industry is making them do it. Or the third is I just want to get in and out as quickly as possible because I don't want to spend a lot of money. Knowing who they are and what that company is like and what their challenges are when it comes to administration will help set you apart from all the other brokers. So you're going to do a needs analysis. You're going to gather a census and get details. We're going to go over what that looks like. Then you're going to gather policy details. We're going to go over what that looks like too. You're going to get something called a DE9C to show payroll. You're going to ask for benefit guides or the current benefits. Get invoices. Nothing is better than invoices because it tells you who's actually on the policy. You know, what if somebody sends you a, a census with 60 employees? But the policy only has five. You got to ask what's going on. But also, you know that you're looking at those five people when you're when you're quoting, not all 60 something employees. And it makes a difference on the presentation, right? A lot of you out there already use an analysis tool, right? If you're in life insurance or financial advisor, you definitely do this. Uh, same if you're doing even Medicare. You do ask questions, right? You get to know about the person, you get to know about the business if you're doing anything on the voluntary side. So some of the things you're going to ask are, you know, company information. What type of business are they? You know, we need an SIC code when we quote dental, when we quote life, STD, LTD. And you want to get all that business, right? So we need an SIC code. What type of business are they? Because we're going to look them up and make sure that they're actually registered with the state of California. We need their location. We need to know, you need to know what they consider full time. You know, there are still a lot of employers out there who think that 40 hours a week means full time for benefits, but it's not. It's like the ACA, 30 hours a week. So you get to educate and do a deeper dive. Now, how many part time people do you have? Do you want to offer part time coverage to employees? Find that out. We have exciting things for that. Do you have any employees outside of California? That's important for us to know. How many W-2s? Do you have any 1099s? You know, if you're currently offering benefits, get this information, what is your contribution strategy? Meaning, what is the employer paying for the employees and benefits every single month? Is it a percentage? Is it a flat dollar? Is it based on a certain plan? Don't worry, you got used to this and we'll help you along the way but these are some of the questions you're going to want to ask, right? You're going to want to ask, hey, what do their waiting periods look like currently? Get all the steps because you're going to use this later also for your master application. Let's take a look at a census, right? So we use Excel censuses for a couple of reasons. 
first of all, is that once you put that stuff in there or you're getting data from the from the client and it's copied and pasted in here, we're not transcribing anything. We're not going to do any errors, right? Because we're copying and pasting dates of birth. We don't have to worry about a mispunch key. But two, it allows us to be quicker in getting that census into our system so that we can start quoting for you. And the most important things on a census, the ones you got to have, it's first name, last name, date of birth, and zip code. That's the mandatory. But if you can get dependent information, that's even better. So what's that mean? Well, if you already have benefits in place and you're looking to maybe go in and razzle and dazzle and why show them what a great other option you have available, we want to do an apples to apples comparison. So I want to know the spouses and the children's date of birth and the zip code if they live in another state for some reason. Get all that stuff. It'll make a better presentation for you. You will look more professional. If you have the ability to get salary, get it. We need that for LTD, STD, and life sometimes. If you get the emails, get it. Get all the information you can. There's nothing is like too much information, right? We'll narrow it down to what we need to. And if you give us a census on an Excel sheet that's from their payroll company, and that's where you're going to be getting these censuses, by the way, don't worry about it. We'll help you put it, or we will put this into this census uh, form for you and get it loaded into our system. You'll see later on why we want more information than just name, date of birth, and zip code. Now, when you put a group in a place, the carrier is going to ask for a payroll. Not always. There are some carriers that have specials. For instance, Kaiser doesn't ask for any payroll, which is great. Other carriers will say, if you have more than five or three or six, I'm not going to ask for your DE-9C. And so when we ask for payroll, what we mean is the DE-9C. That is the quarterly wage statement that all employers have to file four times a year. And we're going to want the latest one. So here I give you a sample. And I, I took out people's names and social security numbers and things like that. But this is what it looks like. This is what you're going to be looking for. So you know that that is what you've asked for. Why is that also important for you? Well, let's say you got a census with 20 people that are full-time. And you have a DE-9C that shows they have an average of 65 and 66. And this DE-9C... Those wages for three months look like they're full-time. Something's going on. It may not be that the group is trying to mislead you, but it could be that they're under the incorrect assumption that they can just offer it to only employees that they like or just management. But in health insurance, you can't do that. You have to protect them and make sure they're in compliance. And so what that means is that policy it gets offered to every full-time eligible employee. They can decline it if they want, but they have to make the offer. Well, that's good for you because now your base of people to, to market to when you do reopen enrollment is 60, 65. It's not 20. And we can do things to help the employer still contain costs for those employees. I'm not going to do carve-outs and things like that. Those are gone. But we can put in plans that make sense for employees that they find attractive and still have those benefit-rich employees they may want to see available for their C-suite people. 
So this is what a DE9C looks like. Get familiar with it. Becomes one of our friends. So let's talk about who qualifies for a group plan. Generally, you must employ at least one common full-time W-2 employee they must show on payroll. There are carriers that will write down to one, one employee. If it is a husband and wife group or owners only, the spouse must also be a W-2 employee. Now I'm going to say that coming across your desk, the stuff you don't want to ever leave on the table, maybe very small groups. There may be the two life groups out there. I've got me and one employee. Or it's a husband and wife. Or it's owners only. I've got two or three owners. We have a company. We want to get group health insurance. How do we do that? You know, the funny thing is, those two life cases are sometimes much more complicated than a large group case. There are much more rules that apply to it. So when you do come across those, you got to give me all the information, right? Your sales executive wants to know exactly what's the case. Have them be honest. You're there to support them, to make it work. It will help find the carrier that will work for that, that will allow that to be accepted. Last thing we want to do is, you know, submit a group and then find out, no, that carrier doesn't like that. We don't want to do that. But here's the thing I've, I've learned. This is especially true for my financial advisor people and some of the PNC. And they will sometimes come across this two-life group, owners only or husband and wife. That is the most important group they will ever do. Because once they've done that correctly, we've helped you with that, you're going to find out oftentimes that they have other companies with lots more employees. And you've been able to handle this and they're happy. That other company that they have, they're going to let you take a look at that as well. And they're always sometimes opening up companies. Owners, owners only are rarely just one company. They're opening up new companies and they open up a new company. Who are they going to call? They're calling you. Hey, good friend. I'm opening up a new business. I'm going to need benefits. What can we do? You already know what to say. I can handle this. We've got this for you. Don't worry about it. So you've done all this stuff. You've got needs analysis. What are you going to do? You're going to contact Dickerson. And you're going to get us involved. We'll get you what you need from start to finish. Once that appointment is set, we're going to come out with you if you need. And we will act as your benefits expert. You are the broker. We are your team. You can watch us perform a needs analysis and help you get that census. We can do the quoting. We're going to do the analysis. Then we're going to make recommendations. And we're going to give you the reasons for those recommendations. Why did we pare it down to those plans? We did it based on the analysis that we did with you or the analysis that you did. We're going to pile all that data into an easy-to-read proposal so the client can understand it. Look, nothing's going to help you if you have a proposal that has 500 plans and none of it makes any sense. It becomes analysis paralysis. And it may not make sense to you because there's so much. But if we make a proposal that the employer can digest and understand, you really are that much closer to a sale. We can even help you present 
to the employer and answer any final questions they have and help you go for the close. Wow. And once that's closed, we can help you with the open enrollment. We can do the presentation to the employees and show you what that looks like. It can be an online or it can be in person. We're going to help you scrub the case. We're going to get it implemented with the carrier. And then we're going to help you with ongoing customer service. And once you see this process, once you see the questions are being asked and how they're answered, you see what we do. You can start doing this on your own because you will have confidence. You'll know exactly what's going to happen next step with a, with a group. So let us teach you and make you the expert so that you can keep growing your business. You know, we have a couple promises for you. One, we are a general agency, and I'm going to go into what that means in a second. But we cannot, we will not solicit to your companies, your groups, your clients. We can never do that. We do this so that you know that your clients with us are 100% protected. You will never see us going to your clients directly. We need you to do that. That's why we need you to solicit. You are the one who makes the calls, sets the appointment. We help you do the rest. That account is yours. It's in your name. And you have, at the end of the day, complete control. That commission is yours. You get full broker commissions with no splits. How are we paid? Well, we're paid separately from an override. There's no difference in price. So let's talk about one of the main reasons why you want to sell group commissions. Generally, group health has a 5% commission built into it. Some are now up to six. And that's a commission you get every single month for the life of the group. If an employer decides to go directly to a carrier, guess what? The rates don't change. They're exactly the same. Your commission is already built into the price of that premium. So whether they work with you or go direct, they're not saving any money. What they are doing by going and working with you is less headaches and getting it done properly. It's already built in. They might as well as work with you. It doesn't cost them a thing. Same with us. Our overrides are already built in with the carrier. Whether you work with us or go directly with the, with the carrier, the premium is going to be exactly the same. In fact, we'll talk about this in our other boot camps, um, you know, how things are set up. But that premium for you will be the same as it is for the next broker next year. The rates are book rates are already set. You can't change them on a small group. What sets you apart is how you analyze and find the right plan for that group. That's where we come in. So you have to worry about sharing any commissions with us. Some products, because of our relationship with the carrier, can actually be offered at a discount if you go through us. And we'll talk about those as those come up in our analysis. So now you've sold a group, we can help you handle those accounts for you with our customer service team. They are fantastic. We use Zendesk so that when you send any requests by email, you get a ticket back and those tickets are followed up on. That is really super important because you might have questions from your group about ID cards, about filing a claim, the bill doesn't look right, I need to get an invoice, I need to process an enrollment or terminate an employee. You just send that to customer service and let them take care of it for you so that you can do the more important thing. That's prospecting. 
and having that ticket number is going to be really handy because you will come across a time where the group forgot to do something or forgot to tell you about something. And we have to go and get an exception for you from that carrier. We have the ability to go to the hires up in those carriers, to those managers, and ask for requests. Sometimes that takes a little bit of time. They may not happen in one or two days. So having that ticket number going back and forth, you can still track and see what's going on until you get that issue resolved. And that's what we're here for. If you prefer, Dickerson can remain invisible. They may never know who we are. You can just tell your clients or your associates or you work with us or you're part of your team. You never have to say the Dickerson name. Or you can say, hey, I work at Dickerson. Here's all that they do. All of the resources are my resources are your resources. We'll work with you whatever makes sense to help you feel comfortable. So we did that analysis, you got me the census, now it's time to quote, right? What we compare for you and your client. We wanna go apples to apples, or I wanna call apples to shiny apples. We're gonna take what they have and find better. So we look at the census, we take a look at the details, we get those invoices, the benefit summaries, whatever the client can provide, we are going to look at it to analyze. The more information you give us, the better, because our goal is to find something that is either lower price or better benefit or both. But let's see how that's done. We start by taking all the parameters that's been set by the group. We know what that is because we've done needs analysis. We know that they want PPOs only because they go up and down the state or they have employees in Sacramento and some in San Diego and some in Orange County, some in LA, we need plans that are going to go all across the state, right? We'll take a look at what their current plan providers are offering them. We're going to look at networks. We're going to talk about this in more deeper in another boot camp, but networks are really important. You know, a plan may have a really low price and it may look great on benefits, but if no employee can actually access it because they're not in the network or there's not enough doctors, then what's the point? All you have is, is, a, is a disgruntled group. When we look at network, we look at what's the needs of the group. Now, you have broad networks and you have narrow networks. But sometimes those narrow networks are amazing. I'll give you an example. <clears throat> Anthem's Vividy Network. It's considered a narrow network. It's a, it's a brought down from large group, now it's in small group. And it has less doctors and providers than the large full HMO network that Anthem has. But here's what this one has. It has UCLA, it has Cedars, it has all the Providence hospitals. It looks like a large network. It acts like a large network because of the power of some of the people they have in there. And the cost savings and the plan designs are fantastic. You know, so that's when we talk about network and we talk about a sales presentation and analysis, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. We're gonna remove all the plans that doesn't meet the requirements. Here it says 421 plans down to four. You know, I did a, an analysis for and a broker and a part of the state and there were something like 500 and something plans available. We're gonna narrow that down as we look for the benefits at the lowest rates and something that is, like we said earlier, digestible. So we use a quoting engine. We use Health Connect. We also use a system called Benefits, which is amazing. And this is kind of, you know, I just want to give you a snapshot. This is what it looks like. 
And we are able to see a snapshot of what it, you know, really quickly as we're scrolling through and, and doing our analysis of, you know, what's the deductibles and coinsurances, and you know, we can narrow things down. And but something I wanted to point out: if you look at that United Healthcare core plan, right, the premium, nine hundred twenty-four dollars and eighty-seven cents, and below it, it says three out of three EEs covered. EEs, by the way, means employees. ER means employer. That's super important, right? Because I may find a great plan at a great rate. And say we have those 60 employees, but it only covers 14 of them. We have to figure out why that is and if that plan is even a good fit. It could be you have 14 employees and as part of the state that need that plan. Or it could be that plan doesn't have a large enough network. We go back to that network idea, right? So our quoting allows us, our quoting engine allows us to do this kind of analysis for you. And this is very important because the last thing you want to do is present something that looks really great. You put it in place, we implement it, and the employer goes, none of my employees can access doctors. We're able to take care of that for you. Okay, so we've done our, our quoting. We have our presentation ready to go. Now it's time to actually present. We want to meet with the decision maker. We've done the research. We've done the analysis. We know what we want to do. You're going to request to meet in person or online. You're going to recap on the needs given by the client. You already have that from the needs analysis. You're going to show those existing documents that they give you and the proposal together. Why am I showing this plan? This is why. You're going to show them the work that you did that went into making that final process. You're gonna, they're gonna see the work that you did and you're gonna provide reasons for your recommendations, reasons that your sales executive has given you. Hey, I like this Anthem Vivity product for you guys. You're on the west side. I know you said that Cedars is really important and also UCLA, guess what? They're both in here. Now here's the Anthem full network, but here's the cost of the Vivity and those benefits are really good. See that $0 deductible? I think your employees are really gonna really gonna like that. This price point is something they can all afford and feel comfortable with. You've made reasons for your recommendations. You're gonna touch on the need and pain point they had already talked about and how your proposal is solving each one. Sometimes it may be administration, it could be compliance, it may not just be the plan designs, but how else you're gonna solve needs for them. And we'll put that together for you. And they're going to talk about what the implementation is going to look like. They're going to go and reiterate there will be no disruptions to their day-to-day -day operations, but here's our timeline. Here's what to expect. It is today's date. We're looking at the first of this month. Here's what this timeline looks like. You're going to ask for final questions and answer those for them, and then we are going to move forward with the open enrollment. That means we've asked for a close. So what's an open enrollment look like? Well, they said yes. Now you gotta talk to the employee. So timeline again, we agree to a date and time or maybe a few days. If they're a big group or they work multiple shifts, you're gonna stress the fact that for compliance purposes, every employee must be met with. Now this is kind of nice, right? There are products out there where you can kind of sit there in the hallway and if you'd like to join in, you can. If not, no, you have to sit down with every person. And you explain to the employee 
that this is to protect the employer. And you explain to the employer, this is to protect them. One, every employee must put pen to paper that they want benefits or they want to waive. No exceptions. They're going to get waivers from everybody. That way, later on, when an employee comes and says, I was never offered benefits, and the employer pulls out of the file cabinet, or in our case, electronically sometimes, oh, you waived it right here. What are you talking about? You're protecting that employer. And you are having the ability to do a little needs analysis and fact-finding with that employee and see what their needs are. You're going to ask the decision maker to reach out to the employees, advising them that this is mandatory, that they have to be there. And there's a deadline for making the decision. When I do open enrollment meetings, I will say this. Here is our timeline. You may not want benefits. You may have it through a spouse or another employer. You may have Medi-Cal. That's fine. But you know what? The guy or girl next to you may actually want this. And they cannot get this implemented. I cannot get it approved with the carrier until I have all the paper, which means you, if you want to waive, you must waive. Otherwise, you're holding it out for somebody in your, who you work with who really wants this. You will be surprised how that kind of motivation will help make sure that everybody sits down with you and you get what you need. So while you're at the location, I'm going to give you some really best practices here. First off, obtain the most current employee roster from HR or payroll, whoever the, whoever the decision maker is, and use this as a checklist. This is important because the census you had three months ago may be changed and may be different, right? We need to know if somebody's been terminated so we're not always looking out for them, right? And if it's a restaurant or something with you know different schedules, get the copy of the schedule. That way you know when's the best time to get those people, hunt them down, or decide when is the best time to have your open enrollment meeting or meetings. Because you wanna make sure you get all the employees in that office location in that day that are in the room. You can provide benefit materials, which is benefit summaries and applications, and your team, us, will help you make that presentation. We will reiterate over and over again that once it's complete, that you will be meeting with everyone one-on-one. -on -one. So we've done a high level, hey, employees, song and dance, this is what your benefits look like. We're gonna talk about how great the employer was and how much work they put into it, the brokers put a lot of work into this. This is here for you. We're going to go over some of the highlights of what this plans, what these plans uh, offer. And then we're going to sit down with you one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to make sure that you feel comfortable with making a decision. We're going to talk about costs and price with you at that time. If it's small group, those rates are going to be different for everybody based on their age. That's just how it works. If it's large group or composite, it's a lot easier. We'll show you what that is as we go through each one of these cases together. We're gonna collect all the applications from each employee as they fill them out, put them in your little folder. And when all the documents are complete, you can hand them over to Dickerson and we'll do the scrubbing. You can do paper applications and some employers are gonna say that they really want that, right? They feel like the face-to-face -face is what they need. But you know what? Pandemic showed us something a little bit different, that they can absolutely do online enrollment and we have East Central that we can use for that. It's very simple. All I need is a company's name and address, their website. I need the email for each employee, date of birth, date of hire. Get that on your original census too, right? What's their pay cycle? 
Are they weekly, bi-weekly, semi-monthly? The plan designs, designs that the employer agreed to, which I know what that is, right? Your sales executive will know what that is because we came up with the proposal for you. We gather the rates, we put them into an online system. Here's what's great about this. One, it's free. When you do enrollment right off the bat with East Central, we'll take care of it. It could be less than 10 lives. But anything over 10 lives, we will pay for for free on your behalf so that the group can use East Central on an ongoing basis. It will make administration for them a lot simpler. They can pull deduction reports. Whenever they have a new hire, they just pop in that information and send it out to them. You don't have to worry about it. East Central looks great. It's a great experience for the employees. And it helps you. Helps you administer things. Helps you process those, those ads, terms, and changes in an easy, timely manner. I love East Central because once we do the enrollment with it, it's a cleaner submission to the carrier, which means it is faster for that to get approved. And isn't that what you want? You want to get that group approved as quickly as possible and show that client you are the best in the business. So we'll try to use eCentral whenever we can. I feel it's a great way to go. And Pandemic has showed us that every employee is able to use a cell phone or a laptop or a desktop and get this done. And you can even use the eCentral system while still sitting down with employees on a face-to-face, -face, helping them through the process. Instead of doing pen to paper, you're doing fingers to keyboard, and you're making that process so much cleaner for you. No more trying to figure out what the heck they were saying their address was, they type it in for you properly without a problem. Some of the core items you're also going to need for uh, when you do open enrollment, when we're implementing a case, uh, you're going to fill out a master application. Now, every master application per carrier is different, and I don't expect you to have all the answers to that. In fact, you're not going to. But the things you are going to get right off the bat is you're going to get the name, you're going to get the contact person. You're going to get the company details and tax ID. You're going to find out the waiting period. Do that then and there. Waiting periods under ACA, you can have no more than 90 days. But the safe harbor for that is first of the month following 60 days. Or you can have first of the month following 30 or first of the month following day to hire, right? That'll be put in there. And some of the other stuff, you know, we'll fill in the numbers with you. We'll ask questions if we have to. You're going to get an ACH binder payment or and a copy of the check. So this is also known as an EFT. And this is what the carrier will use to draft the first premium once the group is approved. They need to do that. They can't actually officially approve the group until they take pay, uh, payment to bind it. That's just insurance 101. Rather than waiting for a check, they now do ACH. Allows the approval process to be quicker and faster. You can also even set them up on auto pay going forward so they don't have to worry about missing a payment. But the important thing is our team is going to go through all these documents with you and make sure they're filled out right. We're going to act as a filter and make sure that when it's all good, we will send it in and make sure we have everything we need for the underwriters of the carrier. So post-enrollment, we've gathered all the applications. We're going to go through each application, like I said, and scrub them, make sure they're filled out correctly. Even the central take a look at, we act as that filter, right? So you don't have to worry about that. We'll come back to you if we have any questions. Make sure the group is legitimate. That means there's no discrepancies. Everything looks fine. Because we want the case to look good, 
So we know that the underwriters and carrier will take it as quickly as possible. And then once it's approved, we let you know so you can give the good news. You're gonna say, hey, Mr. Client, congratulations, great news. Anthem just approved you. Here's your, here's your approval letter. ID should be coming in a one to two weeks. Hey, but you know what? Here's what my script's saying. You know what? Those employees can actually go online in a couple of days and get their ID cards electronically, right? So I recommend that they all go ahead and register with the carrier and don't worry about waiting for them to come in the mail. And when it's all settled and everyone's happy, you've gotten them their deductions, we'll help you with that, by the way. We'll show you how to do that. We will continue, we will continue to provide that customer service that is so good that I know you guys are gonna love. So summary, work with us. So we can offer you a more complete solution for your clients so that you never leave a prospect on the table and you close all the business. Take the commissions. It's great coming in every single month. You get a call and market yourself using our materials, our collateral, our lists, our scripts, whatever we have, you're able to use. You know, we are the broker's GA. That's how we were started. When Carl Dickerson started Dickerson, it was to be in support of brokers. So guess what? You get to use all those resources and grow your business. Start getting appointments with the decision makers because you know you can do it. There is not one group scenario out there that Dickerson cannot help you handle. We'll help you with the meetings, quoting, analysis. We'll get that presentation together. We'll help you with open enrollment and post enrollment. We will help you take care of your clients. We'll give you the time to focus on your next sale instead of doing administration headaches through customer service. I want to stress that. You grow your business when you prospect and find new clients to close. You can't do that if you're constantly trying to deal with administration. And if you have groups that are very complicated, we have the ability to offer you even more deeper administration services to really take things off your plate and let you run and just close business. Don't worry about commissions because you get 100% of those broker commissions when you just use customer service. And you never have to worry about us soliciting to your groups. That's never happened. It's not something that we do here at Dickerson. So don't worry about that. Your groups are safe. It is our job to help you keep them with you. And whatever your client throws at you, whatever their needs are now, you simply get to just say yes. You just give them a call. Our team is literally the best in the business. Like I said, Dickerson was born as a broker's GA. And these are some of your sales executives that you have available. They are already dedicatedly assigned to you. Some of them are in Inland Empire. We have Orange County. We have Sacramento represented here. We have San Diego. Myself is in Los Angeles. So reach out to them as I believe they will be emailing you and reaching out to you to say hi. Use them as your resources. I really appreciate you being part of this boot camp. I hope that you join us for our future ones in 2023 where we deep dive at all aspects of group health and make you the best expert and most comfortable broker out there. Thank you. Natalie, do we have any questions on the chat box? Yes, we do. The first question is, what is the minimum? I'm so sorry, there's an echo. Um, but what is the minimum the employer can contribute? Should it be minimum 50% or it, can it be less? 
Great, great question. Now, I'm going to open up question and answers to one of the sales executives that you have here, Dickerson, who has so much experience and wealth of knowledge. And Shelly Hoover, would you like to do Q&A with us today? Shelly, are you there? Okay, well, until she comes on, let me answer your question. Generally speaking, an employer must offer, contribute 50% towards at least one of the plans. The only exception to that is something called special enrollment period. We're actually in that right now. And it's part of the ACA. And that says that if you have everything documented properly, right, whatever the group needs to submit, you don't have to meet any participation or contribution requirements. So that means that an employer could offer 20% if they wanted to and have only two employees sign up. They've actually satisfied their mandate but the trick is, I gotta have all that paperwork in before December 15th because it has to be submitted to the carrier by December 15th, fully clean and ready to go for a January 1 start date. But it's generally 50%. Second question is, what if there are employees with Medicare? Can they get group health or are they excluded? Can you say that question one more time? What if there are employees with Medicare? Can they get group health or are they excluded? They're not excluded. Every employee must be offered coverage regardless of age. It's generally not advisable for an employer to have an employee age 65 and up on their plan. It's extremely expensive. Um, in that case, as a broker, if you're not selling Medicare, Work with somebody who does. Help that employer realize that that employee can go on to Medicare, get an Advantage plan. It's going to cost them less money anyways. It costs the employer less, and you're solving headaches for everybody. But they are absolutely allowed to do it. And I have seen some cases where employees decide they are sticking with their group plan no matter what. Give me one second. Okay, the next question is, what percentage of full-time employees, what percentage of full-time employees should sign up for the plan outside of SEP? Great question, right? So we talked a little bit about that when we talked about participation and what, what the uh, carriers are gonna want. It depends on the carrier. So for instance, Kaiser has zero. They don't, have, they don't care. It could be one person or it could be 100%. They don't have a participation requirement. Uh, Oscar Cigna, if you have three employees sign up and say yes, guess what? They don't ask for payroll, they don't care. It's really nice because then you can put that alongside another carrier. CalChoice is gonna ask for 75% or they may have a special and change things around. But, um, but generally, every carrier is gonna be different. So when you do your needs analysis, right? That's where you find out what they expect for participation and what their valid waivers are. When we talk about participation, we also talk about what's a valid waiver, right? That goes against that. So if I have Medi-Cal or Medicare, if I have Trinet from, a, from the military, I have insurance through another employer or through my spouse, or some carriers are actually accepting individual insurance, those are valid waivers. So if I have you know, 100 employees, and I want to get 75%, 
but actually I have 50 valid waivers, I only need 75% of that 50 employees, right? Because I took out the other ones. But each carrier will be a case by case and please get good needs analysis so we can help steer you in the right direction. We actually have Shelly with us. So I want to ask if she has a few words or if she can actually answer this next question, which is, what if a business is registered in California, but besides the employees in California have some employees working outside the state? Thank you, Natalie. And sorry, Colton, I was muted and couldn't get it off, uh, but thank you whoever unmuted me. You know, that's one of the things we look at very closely when the information comes in. Um, their carriers will allow a certain percentage of employees to live outside the state of California. And that's more and more common now, given again what COVID has done to our industry. It's not unusual for an employee to say live in Nevada and be part of an employer uh, here in California. So based on the company, how many are outside the state, we'll find the carrier that best meets their needs. Okay. Are there other questions? No, actually, looks like that was the last question. So let's do um, parting words of wisdom. Colton first and then Shelly next, or either or. I love parting words of wisdom. That's great. Now, my words of wisdom are this. You have everything you need to be the most successful broker out there. We have the tools for you. You never have to say no. And you're going to find that your sales executives are going to be like your back office and they will help you in any way that they can. So go with confidence. That's great, Colt. And I couldn't agree more. Um, before we started today, I always kind of state my goal as I want to make sure that everyone who's participating never walks away from a group opportunity again, whether it's a two life group or a 200 life group. We have the skills, the tools, and the support to make you successful in that situation. Um, when you're talking to a client, if they ask you something you're not familiar with, you know, I want, I don't know right now, but I will get back to you, contact your sales exec and we'll help you in that process. Um, this has been a, a great experience today, Colton, great job. Um, just happy to be here partnering with you today. And, and this isn't the end of it. We're never more than a phone call away for you. Um, we are here, we're gonna make you successful. We're gonna make sure your clients are happy and in compliance. Um, that's an important term with employers right now is being compliant with what they're offering. And um, you just have a great team behind you that wants to make you successful. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you both Colton and Shelly for this amazing presentation. Um, like Colton mentioned earlier, we're definitely gonna do more like this and we will definitely reach out. Um, Colton, I'm not sure, are, would you like to go ahead and send all attendees a copy of the, I mean, a link to the recording because we do have that um, available? Yeah, we, uh, we will do that. We'll send a link to the recording uh, so you guys have the ability to review it again and and just, you know, just become the best you can be. Absolutely. Great. And we'll also add this to our library so we can, so you can easily access it for future references. But thank you everyone for joining us. Oh, actually, I do have one more quick question. The last question was, can we have some other material on group health? Yeah, so we're gonna have, a, well, there'll definitely be more material when you speak with your sales executive. 
another when we do our group uh, boot camps in the future in 2023, we're going to be diving deeper into things like carriers, networks, plans, deductibles. You know what's an HMO versus a PPO. But any information you need, reach out to your sales executive, or they'll be reaching out to you after this call. I'm sure saying hi and saying thank you, and uh, you'll be able to get all that information. Awesome. I think that's the last of the questions. Once again, I wanted to um, thank Colton and Shelley for this amazing presentation. And of course, um, everyone at Dickerson was involved. And of course, thank you guys, because without you, we would not be here. Um, everyone have a wonderful rest of your day and weekend, actually. And we will see you in the next webinar. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Thank you, everyone. And happy